This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Live action here at Harry Harvey Stadium, just about ready for the start of the third quarter here. The Academy Park Knights with a 10-3 lead over the Marple Newtown Tigers here. And along with Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco at the controls, we would like to welcome in executive producer Jim Alsman and also assistant principal and athletic director Dennis Reardon. Our good luck charm for this season. Dennis, a lot to build on, a lot of good things happening in this first half despite a seven-point deficit. Yeah, I think if we just take care of the football a little better here in the second half, uh, we'll come out on top. That's the one thing that's actually gone both ways is, uh, you know, what we said earlier in the contest is whatever cannot be taken care of in the matchups on paper, Mother Nature takes care of that, and uh, we saw a little bit of that today. Is both sides trouble with the football. I actually lucked out about uh, 5.30 this evening. The fog was completely covering the field, and it kind of wiped out about a uh, half hour before the game. But it's still a little wet and slick out there. Both teams have to adjust. Um, hopefully second half will do a little better job taking care of the ball and come out on top. So uh, anything from a technical standpoint that Marple Newtown can do offensively or defensively that can improve their position and possibly give them a lead? Well, they appeared to be on a nice little roll there towards the end of the first half and uh, a couple plays up the middle, one around the left side for Graziano. I think if they stick to that and then defensively they just need to contain number 21. He said he had a pretty good first half. Now, from, from a maintenance standpoint, during the rain period uh, when the ball was hitting the ground when they were walking around, some puddles, but what is the, what's the, uh, the style here? The new turf drains pretty well. It drains amazingly. I mean, you really, other than just a little, uh, you know, dampness on the surface, you wouldn't see anything out there. And we are seconds away from the opening kickoff here of this third quarter, Marble Newtown. Tri-captains Steve Reynolds, Dan Giardeno, Phil Graziano beating the tri-captains for Academy Park for the traditional handshakes. And, and what, what was the, the mood prior to this game for some of the seniors? Last game of their career here, just uh, to discuss what their kind of mood was going into this game. Well, most importantly, they're looking to finish up 500. Last night they had their last practice. They did their uh, ceremony and rituals type things at the end of practice. A lot of emotion. Uh, I think maybe early in the game, kids may have flattened out just a little bit as a result of the extra emotion. And now hopefully they're a little more focused and they can start out the second half with that focus. Well, the one thing we keep mentioning over the last uh, six games in the 5-1 and one run is uh, resiliency. Marple Newtown has shown excellent resiliency both sides of the ball. If they're down, they're able to pick themselves up very quickly. And to be honest, a lot of that starts with the coaching staff. Uh, when you start out 0-5, you know, you got there's two ways you can go. Either you're going to go down and stay there, or you're going to you know, keep chopping the block and get yourself back into it. And the coaches just kept teaching and teaching and teaching as the year went on. And the kids, would, to a man, they would tell you at halftime, Coaches would come in and 
you, uh, rather than scream and holler at them, they'd say, guys, you're playing well. Let's just take care of a couple little mistakes. You're right in the ballgame. Which is number one hallmark of a young squad is that you can't just hammer that message in. Positive reinforcement at all times, and these kids eventually, who have a steep learning curve at times, will pick that up very quickly. Now, personally for me, we've, we've earlier in the season we discussed the youth on this squad. To me, it, it seemed like it took them a while to learn how to win. Sometimes you have to learn how to win. And that Springfield game, that heartbreaking loss, seemed to be the turning point for me. After that game, they kind of came together as a team and said, we're, we're, we're this close, let's go get that win. They picked up that first win the next week, and ever since then they haven't looked back. Agreed, and I think the irony of the whole situation is while they've had youth all over the field uh, for the better part of the season, they've started to win since their seniors have gotten healthy and played better. And Giordano, one of those guys who's really come in the last four weeks and started playing offense again after he started off the season strictly defense with that injury. Exactly right, and he's the heart and soul of the defense. He next to Nick Stevens, and then Nick Stevens on offense picked his game up in the second half of the year, and, and Phil's been steady all along. Adam Fender on for the kick. Marple Newtown at the 40-yard line. Won the toss, so Academy Park will get the ball, and they will move from our right to our left to begin this third quarter. Back deep, number 23, Rakeem Milton, and number 25, Teron Mitchell. As Fender puts it along the turf, it bounces across, but there's a flag right at the point of impact. Uh, I guess there's going to be a full start of the kicking squad as the flag is around where the ball is teed up. Dr. Phil will give us the call momentarily. It is false start on the offense. So we'll move the ball back five yards to the 35 now. First real big mistake penalty-wise for Marvel Newtown today. Best to do it before you even have the kick. <laughs> so with a little extra room, let's see if Fender can put his foot into it. Whether he's put it on the turf or hang it in the air, the opposition has had difficulty handling the ball with the pitch black sky against the lights. Over the last couple weeks, so Fender approaches it again, skips it along the turf, comes up to a receiver at the 32-yard line across the 35-40, 45 midfield, loses the ball at the 45, there's a pile down there, looks like Marple Newtown has recovered it, and they do! Ryan White with the big recovery for Marple Newtown. The eye of the Tiger there right on the opening kickoff. And it's amazing when, when Dennis Reardon comes into the booth, what happened? <laughs> Big third quarter. So, Dennis, please, as long as, as, as you're welcome, as, as long as you want to stay here. I'm just disappointed I wasn't in here for the first five games. <laughs> well, Ryan White, we talked about him last time you were up here. And he's had a little bit of a down patch, hasn't had as much impact, but right here coming, stepping right back in. Yeah, and that happens with youth. It's consistency that comes with experience. But uh, Ryan, Ryan certainly has a bright future. Graziano and Stevens in the backfield. Handoff to Graziano off the left side. Gets up across the 45 and across to the 47. And a nice run that time. Looked like number 36 for the Knights made that stop. Gain of about six. So second down and four Lizzie coming Brown, up. Brown, number 36 on the tackle. Close to midfield at the 48-yard line. 11.25 to go third quarter. Marple Newtown 
with the first good bounce of the second half, facing a 10-3 deficit. No wide receivers here in this set. Right at the end of the lone man in the backfield. Man in motion is Stevens. It's a rollout and a handoff up the middle to Graziano across the 45, down to the 40. Easily picks up another first down. Number 21, Frazier on the stop. That's the running back who we've called all offensively this evening. And kind of looking here, Dennis, we talk about coaching and the second half, the start of the second half, the adjustments at halftime have been big for this team, and that's a tribute to the, the quality of the coaching staff. Yeah, one of the things we just discussed was that one drive they had going at the end of the half. That was the exact same play they ran going the other direction with the tight formation. They faked the handoff going wide and handed it to Graziano up the middle. Gain of 14 on that play, first and 10 from the Academy Park 39-yard line. Johnson in the center handoff once again to Graziano. That's a keeper. They fool this again. Johnson takes it to the 40, 35, 30. Easily picks up the first end and have a bounce shy of the 25. Unfortunately, Dennis, that's not the first time that's happened all year. Is that Johnson sells that fake so well that we think it's Graziano or Nick Stevens, and then Johnson just fleet of foot takes it to the outside and gets big yardage. He's improved so much, as you guys have noticed. I think the coach was uh, telling me the other day, he said, last four games, I think he was 13 for 15 in the air. So jokingly, of course, I had to say, well, why don't we throw the ball more? <laughs> right? <laughs> first and 10, Marple Newtown moving the ball well once again on their first drive of the second half at the 27-yard line. Dear Gordian motion, it's a handoff up the middle to Graziano, pushes the pile forward and gets a couple. And number two on the tackle, Brandon Hunter for the Knights. And along the lines of the passing game, as you said, 13 for 15. The last two games, he's been above 400 in quarterback rating, which is which is unbelievable. Two games ago, he was 536. So I don't know if he can get any better than that. I think the Eagles would take that at this point. <laughs> All right. Would they run with him now? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, you're probably right on that one. 9.36 to go here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown down seven, but driving there at the Academy Park 21-yard line, facing a second down and four. Graziano once again in the backfield. No wide receivers in this set. It's a handoff to Dan Giordano, who bull rushes his way across the 20, picks up another couple yardage, inching very much closely to that first down. Looks like it'll be a third and two. J.P. Calabro on a stop for the night. We've heard his name a couple times in this contest. Sort of like a last resort in the secondary for Academy Park. And as we head into the next season, Dennis, who, who do you have your eye on as, as sort of the, the guys that are emerging here late to, to lead this team next season? Well, I think Johnson has established himself on, on both sides of the ball as a leader going forward. I think Strigel on the line is doing the same. Johnson under center. It's a handoff to Nick Stevens. Bounces off a man at the 15. And he had a lane towards that left sideline, the far sideline here, but finally dragged down. And Easily the, picks up the first down there. Sorry, Bob. To finish that thought with the sophomores, I think you have to look at the, the running backs. You'll look at the Guardian, Ryan White. Kids like that will have an opportunity next year to step up. Uh, Diaguardi and White and Ryan Duffy. Both very shifty runners. Yeah, all three of them are going to have it. They'll, they'll fill that backfield in quickly. First and ten from the 12-yard line now. Johnson under center. Pushes the hand up of the Graziano. Gets across the five, and he's inching closer to that goal line. Another big gain on first down. 
Yeah, they're, they're doing a nice job now at just sticking with that run and using their adjustments, and, and obviously they saw something in halftime they could exploit. Well, that's it, and they have done that, and it's also, also a tribute to the will of the offensive line and to all the backs who carry the ball, including Kevin Johnson, that they just will not let this deficit get them down. Well, I was standing right by the team as they walked off the field prior to the half, and it was a very determined look they had on their faces. Well, I, even towards the end of that first half, I could see the guys, the likes of Phil Graziano and Dan Giordano, they weren't happy when Frazier was, was getting by them or by their line, and, and they made it known through just their, their emotions and their gestures. So they, I could tell they were not satisfied with the way they were playing at the time. And it seems maybe we stemmed the tide here. I think if we could get a touchdown in here and then a quick three and out on their side of the ball, maybe we can see if we can run this out here. Or better yet, just force another turnover. Sounds good to me. I'll take that too. Well, I mean, it, it's a great sign when you have three of your uh, members of your secondary all converging onto one pass as it was late in, in the second quarter on that one intercept. It could have been an interception, except it was knocked away. That kind of just diligence on the ball is, is an excellent sign that things can turn around. With so we 8:06 to go here in this third quarter. Marple Newtown faces a second down and three from the five. Graziano and Stevens in the backfield. Johnson under center. He holds it. It's a handoff to Stevens. Stevens again gets close to that goal line. Picks up a couple, so third down and very short here. Number 70, Mark Petri, Petrizak on the stop. Tough name there. They have a nice balance with the play calling going right now. You're seeing different guys touching the ball, different formations, and each one's working. This is a big play right here. And also chewing up all that valuable time off the clock here as we are slowly but surely tilting it in favor of the Marple Newtown Tigers here. They're calling it third down and one from the three. So it would be nice to punch it in here. And you would think, now even though it's been a defensive ball game, you would think this might be four down territory because at least if you don't if you don't get the first down here, you could possibly get it on the next drive. At least you have that still in your corner. Johnson, Johnson gets the call from the sideline. I think Andy Reid would take this off right tackle. <laughs> or maybe up the middle for a draw. Graziano directly behind Johnson. It's a handoff to Graziano. He's got it. He has got it. Safe. Number 20 on the stop, Eric Gilbert. For the Knights. And there you go. First down. They did. It's the old left foot, left foot spot. You got the left foot. <laughs> Another fortuitous occurrence for the Tigers offense. Four fresh downs now from about two yards away. Six fifty remaining here, third quarter. Tigers knocking on the door once more, looking for that tying score. Johnson hands it off this time to Stevens, it looks like. Stacked up at the line that time by number nine, Darrell Washington. Phil Graziano once more. Maybe pushes the uh, the line forward a couple inches, maybe a couple feet. And just keeping it simple at this point while I get away from what got you down in this area. And eventually you're, this, this offensive line has improved very, from the beginning to the end of the season, has just gotten a, just incredibly better. 
Second and, and goal. you got to trust them to get that hole open for you. From the two. There's a man in motion. Johnson fakes the handoff, keeps it. He's got the left pylon. Yeah. Let's wait for the call. It looked clean from here. Uh, they marked it. Looks like at the inch line. Oh, just denied. That'll be the line judge, Joe Kania, on that far side, making that call. Well, all this does is heighten the drama, Dennis. <laughs> That's okay. We like drama here at Marple Newtown. Nothing, if nothing else, the uh, time of possession is now in their favor. 5.35 to go here. Third quarter. Inching slowly, slowly towards that goal line. Speaking of drama, our school play, Pride and Prejudice, is coming up in the next couple weeks. <laughs> Plug for the art program here at Marlowe There we go. Johnson looks like it's a keeper. I don't think he got close to the goal line he there. He, he was stood up, up as soon as he hit the line. Tough going here. And now they call it a touchdown. Wow. <laughs> there we go. Never say die spirit. As, as, the, as the fire siren goes off in the background, I guess uh, they, the, the firehouse heard that one. On That's the, the air raid. That's impending doom for the Academy Park Knights. <laughs> I don't want to show my prejudice or my tiger pride, but it did look like he inched his way into the end zone there. Well, that was, it was an odd play. Johnson first tried to go over the top. Couldn't there, and then just decided to go like a mole underneath. And he made it. So Adam Fender is on to attempt the extra point. 5.15 to go third quarter. The kick is away, and it is perfectly through the uprights. So there we go. He's been, he's been stellar this year, Adam Fender, especially since he came on the team kind of late. And converted to that kicker position. has done a great job and really progressed this season. So we have a tie ball game here. 10-10, 5-15 to go third quarter. And once again, our valuable lucky charm <laughs> does us good. Going to have to hang around here, I guess, huh? Well, let's see the way things are going. It may be 5-15 of game time, but uh, maybe seven or eight minutes. But as long as there's another... Go ahead, score a field goal or touchdown. Well, it will be worth it. Well, Bob, you and I better be careful because the longer he stays in the booth and they succeed, we might be out of a job in a few. A few. Uh, well, that's true. I mean, uh, without him and, and the efforts of the athletic office, we wouldn't be here. So, of course, I want to extend my public Thank thanks you. to everybody at Dennis and everybody involved in the process. That goes right back to you guys and Jim Alsman. Uh, you guys have done a phenomenal job. You know, it's been an exciting year here at the high school, and things like this actually help, uh, you know, raise the raise the bar in terms of all we do. Uh, on a positive note, today we had two girls sign letters of intent, Melanie Sarsanello and Jackie Roebuck, to play lacrosse at LaSalle University. Fantastic. Uh, so we have a lot of great things going on. Staying local. Yes. And, and speaking of that, any, any players on this football team that will have uh, other sports this season? Uh, you're looking at Giordano and um, Graziano will play lacrosse. Might see Ryan White on the basketball court. Kevin Johnson's a basketball player. Uh, so, yeah, you're going to see a lot of these guys doing different things. Akeem Milton picks up the ball at the 15, across the 20, 25, spins away from men, but is finally dragged down at around the 30-yard line. Looked like he was dragged down that time by number 10, Dan Giordano. So, once again, Adam Fender putting the ball on the turf, letting the... Uh, the bounce right at the center of the field, determining where the ball will go and see if there's a mishandle in there. 
It's and happened once already for Academy Park, and it turned into Marple Newtown points. And I'm assuming basketball season starts soon. Monday. Monday. <laughs> so. Yeah, not much rest for the weary. <laughs> and we have first and ten for the Academy Park Knights at their own 31-yard line. And already in a bit of disarray. Timeout offense. So, the offense looking for a new wrinkle here as the, the club is flustered. They've seen a seven-point lead at the half dissipate. So we will take a quick timeout and return. 5.07 left in this third quarter, 10-10. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. There are those who dedicate themselves to a sense of honor, to a life of courage, and a commitment to something greater than themselves. They have always defended this nation and each other. They still do. The few. The proud. The Marines. Back to live action here at Harvey Stadium. First and 10 to 31. Eric Gilbert in shotgun formation. Laquan Frazier the lone back. As it's a delayed handoff to Frazier. Maybe gets a couple yards. Shy of the 35. Number 42, Joe Carini on that initial stop. And there's another guy who's really the second half of the season come up big at that defensive tackle position. Joe's very active on the D-line, gets in the gaps, make, penetrates, disrupts the backfield. Especially for a smaller guy at 5'11", 185, he really uses his, his technique to, to get the job done. Well, Frazier apparently fell forward for four lines, four, four yards. Second and six from the 35, 4.32 to go, third quarter. Shotgun once again, it's a handoff up the middle to Frazier. This time he gets maybe another two or three inching closer to that first down. So it looks like it'll be a third down and one and for Joe the Knights. Carini again on the stop for back-to-back plays in that second level of the defense. So a senior once again making himself known in the, the final contest of the year, final contest of his high school career. Third down's been a little bit of trouble. For the Knights, however, it's been more so with the longer third downs that have, that have cost them. Once again, shotgun formation for Gilbert. Frazier, the lone back, just behind him. Two wide receivers, three, four wide receivers now. Three split close to the right, but it's a keeper by Gilbert. Nick Maybe Stevens. gets up across the 40. Stevens does an excellent job of tripping him up. And stops him on a big third down stop that time. Yeah, so that's easily at least a yard away. Maybe a little bit more as he's shy of the 40. Yard and a half. Big decision here. 3.33 remaining third quarter. Tie game, 10-10. Well, last week, Phil Graziano opened the second half with a kick return. Is finally was able to break free last week and has had some close calls on the punting side, and he's got a lot of ability in the special teams return game. Oh, well, here we go. The punt is apparently on number 81, Devin Hunter. Now, uh, Academy Park did fool us once with a possible fake field goal in the first half. So let's see on fourth and one and maybe a direct snap. There is a, a snap back to Hunter. He gets it away. It is a high, arcing, spinning punt. Touches down at the 32. Takes a Marple Newtown bounce across the 35. And finally down by number 21, Laquan Frazier. Looks like he's about the 37, 38-yard line. So another fortuitous bounce. And at the 39, they're calling it. So excellent field position once again for the Marple Newtown offense. Exactly what we were talking about, guys. They got the, went down the field, scored the touchdown, and then had a short drive for Academy Park. We have the momentum. Let's get back out there and run it right back down there. Just under three minutes to go, third quarter. Marple Newtown with the momentum. They scored the tying touchdown here. A long drive 
early in the quarter. Now they have the ball again going from our left to our right at their own 39-yard line. Graziano Giordano in the backfield. Giordano now comes up as a blocking back. Stevens drops by. Johnson rolls out to the near side. Intended for Carl Kosarski at about the 41-yard line, but that was swatted away at the last second. Uh, An eagles that screen there, kind of like the lineman's release to the outside and try and get it to the tight end or, or the back, in this case, in, in that wing two formation. Well, so Kevin Stevens' QB rating drops down to a, <laughs> a, a mere mortal 300-something. <laughs> They're working on the tight side of the field there. There wasn't a whole lot of room on that short sideline. So second down and 10 from the 39. Ron Alf back in the game, split wide to the left. Graziano and Stevens once again in the backfield. It's a handoff to Graziano. Shakes off a minute the 40, up across the 45, and down at about the 46. So sets up a third down and short. Phil found an open spot along along that line. It's a shame Kevin Lopez couldn't hold that block a little longer, but it did end up getting positive, big positive yardage that time. So third down and two. From the 47 here. Big play here, guys. Big play. Yeah, this, this Matt Vandegrift checks in. Is going to really see if Marble Hill can maintain that momentum and increase it. It's that tight formation again. Both times out of this formation, the ball's going to Graziano right up the middle. And they do it again. Now it's Stevens. Stevens. Cross midfield, 45, and dragged down out of bounds, just shy of the 40. Well, they, that, that was a play they ran earlier, that fake to the inside, and then had the man go to the outside. And works again here as number 21, Frazier, makes the tackle for the Knights. But first down and, and big yardage for Marple Newtown. They seem to have that set up well there. Yeah, they've, they've caught the Knights over-pursuing a lot on that play, and in this style of offense, that's what you need to have working for you. Ron Elf, wide to the right this time. Two-man backfield once again. Johnson under center. Graziano spins off a guy at the 40-yard line and gets that extra couple of yards close to the first down once more. Wow. <laughs> nice run that time. Tackled by number 10, Cabongo Bacusa. But I had to pause there because I wasn't did. sure what I was seeing. It was like he was, Graziano, he was stopped. He put it, I think he, he put being, his hand on the ground and did a tilt-a-whirl spin right. and was able to continue his momentum forward. Uh, his, his, his upper body strength and lower body strength is very impressive. It's gotten him at least an extra 200 yards by my count just in small increments. That's that senior determination you were talking yeah. about earlier. Gain of seven. There's no, there's no tomorrow for those guys, so they're, exactly they're here right. to just finish the job. 1.30 remaining third quarter, 10-10. Arple Newtown driving quickly at the Academy Park 37-yard line. Ron Alf split wide to the left this time. Johnson takes a snap. Goes right up the middle to Graziano again. He's dragged backwards. It doesn't look like he made the 35, so sets up a third down and short. Yeah, he's stacked up at the line by number 63. J.P. Calabro on the stop. And, uh, and to equate this to uh, the 5 and 6, sitting at 5 and 6 for Marvel Newtown, getting a 6 and 6, kind of equate this to a level people out there 
might be more sure with is at the college level, this is fighting for a bowl game at 6-6 at six and six to get to 500. So this is sort of like that bowl game for Marple Newtown. No question about it. I mean, this is going to send these kids into the offseason with tremendous bit of momentum. Clock ticking down to 30 seconds to go. Third down and two from 36. Graziano and Stevens in the backfield. To hand off to Stevens off the left side. Easily picks up the first down across the 30 and down to about the 26. Uh, another nice big touch to, uh, uh, first down, but number 10, Cabongo Bakusa on the stop again. Gain of about 10 there. They are keying on that dive. Graziano up the middle, and you could see on the last play, Stevens went around the end without the football, looked back at the bench and kind of said, hey, guys, there's nobody over here checking me. So he was almost untouched except for the tackler on that play. They have them biting on that up-the-middle run. As we saw earlier, they go in the round. First and 10 from the 26 now. Uh, I thought there was a false start. Flag on the play as soon as that play got to be started. Far side of the line, someone flinched. 12 seconds to go here, third quarter. Dr. Phil Harding. Dead ball. False start. Offense. Five yards. So, a little bit more of a challenge for the Marple Newtown offense here. First down. Three down and four. 15 with. at the 32. In a defensive style game like this, if, if they can get it in Adam Fender's range, which at this point is about the a 35-yard field goal, that could be a huge portion of this game. So with that, we come to the end of this third quarter in a tense game, deadlocked. 10-10 between the Marple Newtown Tigers and Academy Park Knights. We'll be back in a minute with the call of the fourth quarter. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. 